0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Bible Belt Bros Podcast. Today, I don't have Andrew on here because he didn't answer my text message, so forget him. You guys don't like him anyway, it's cool. But today on the podcast, we do have our good buddy, old Rick Hampton. Say hello, Rick. Hey, and uh, I don't really
1: appreciate the old being in the front of that, (laughs) Uh, uh, you know. Maybe you meant that old
0: like is an O L E. Like we go back. Like, okay, so chum <laughs> has nothing friend, to do with uh, your age. Okay, got it. All right. My wife just had her birthday, and she's now an older older than me again. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm married to an older woman. Mm-hmm. Cougar. So, <laughs> All right. Maybe not that much older. <laughs> but hey, uh, I have a bar- an embarrassing story. Kind of embarrassing. I love embarrassing stories. Let's get it. So I was at work yesterday, and. Uh, I'm printing shirts and a guy walks in the store and so like I'm walking out he's like hey man my name's Derek or whatever and he reaches out to shake my hand so I'm like walking that way I get blinded by the glare of the sun Mm -hmm. and so I kind of as my hands reached out kind of pull back a little bit and give him one of those half oh no (laughs) and I was just like is that awkward moment of do I do I tell him I'm yeah, I'm not that way. Can I, can uh, I ask for a reshake? <laughs> yeah, uh, can, you know. can we do that again? Please. <laughs> it was just, it was really awkward. So hopefully he doesn't come back. <laughs> to place in nice. order. Yeah. So somewhere this morning he's telling a story about. So I went over to Inkwell the other day, <laughs> and you would and, never oh my believe. Gosh, it was well, weird. We used to have the sign that said "Free hu- hugs, free." You know, had mm-hmm. a price list and then mm-hmm. like T-shirts, this much. Hugs are free, and old ladies love hugs. Right. So you know, we had this older man come in, and he was like talking just talking to me about shirts and stuff and he kind of looked at that and he's like hugs free huh no way and he just left like in the (laughs) middle of our i was like okay sir all right
1: okay Uh well i I mean i probably wouldn't have hugged you anyway i mean if you asked me to i would have but you know wow
0: yeah i mean i'm not i'm not out there begging totally opposed to
1: hugs i think
0: was what his problem was (laughs) he is no hugger Mm, man But it was pretty embarrassing. So, Rick, you got a podcast coming up. How's that going? You know, um, it is going good. I uh, have not figured out a launch date yet. Um,
1: Still working on that. Um, And I have been thinking about a name because I want to do it right. And I want to do it the the way I want to do it. And um, so I've been thinking about a name, kind of mulling over behind the mic type names because a lot of it will be, um, stories from my radio days when I was on the radio, the
0: good old days.
1: Yeah. You know, and I mean, we were talking about that. One of the recordings I did last night, actually with a guy that I used to work with and, uh, he now works for Tulsa transit and, um, you know, totally separate from the business now. doesn't even really have any ties to it a whole lot either, just kind of like me. And, um, but we were talking about that and that was probably, And he agreed. He said, you know, of all the times I went to college and different places I've been, he said that was probably the best time I've had is in radio. And it really is because things happen to you that would never happen in real life, if you will. I mean, it just doesn't happen. And so um, one of the things that I've been doing, uh, we've had some recent deaths in our family and in my uh, wife's family. And it just kind of drove home the importance of getting the stories out, um, the stories from my days in radio, uh, having other people on to tell their stories and memories that they have uh, about being on in radio or, you know, TV or whatever. And, um, you know, to get those out where everybody can hear them. And so that's kind of the that's where that idea was birthed was to have those um, those ideas and get those things out. So. Uh, I've recorded a couple of shows so far. Uh, I've got a couple more lined up, uh, cause I'd like to get, you know, about four or five or so, uh, in before I release them. So,
0: so how do you ask for guests? Do you say, Hey man, before you die, can, can, right. I, can I get you to well, record some stuff? Well, I will tell you this, that, uh, that's funny you would say that because, um,
1: two of the people that I wanted to have on, um, you know, part of that was when my, uh, wife's grandparent or my grandfather, her grandfather died. I, um, he had a great story and I wanted to hear that. <clears throat> and so he told the story, but I didn't record it. And so I missed out on that. You idiot. Um, I know. Yeah. I, and, and honestly, it's one of those deals where I will look back on that and that'll be a regret uh, in my life because it was such a great story about how that he, her, her grandfather and her grandmother met. And it was riveting I mean, and I'm not kidding it. it was a fascinating story, so many details, and the fact that he remembered every one of them um, it was uh a great story so that's that's kind of what started the whole thing and um i I just feel like that i'm you know I don't want any of the stories to get lost
0: so um Well and you get as you get older, Rick, you're you're not remembering things as well as he
1: Well and (laughs) and and it's funny too because last night that I, I have found that I do remember them, but some of the people that are around don't remember them as clearly as I do. Um, and so, uh, cause last night look, we were sharing stories and, and he was like, and I don't remember who it was, but this happened. And, and I don't remember why we did that, but this happened. And I'm like, oh, I can tell you exactly who it was. And I can also tell you why it happened. And so he, he said, he goes, oh my gosh, you should be like the historian for these stories because if you remember them that clearly. And so, um, but a couple of the guests that I've wanted to have on, um, have passed away. So, so I'm like, you know, I need to get on this now. And so that's really what started the whole thing was, was spurring me on instead of that. But, uh, the awkward part of asking, Hey, before you die, can you come do this? No, but, um, it is, uh, the way that I've been getting the guest is whenever I recorded my first podcast, I have not released it yet, but I posted pictures of some of the recording. And so, uh, there have been several of my radio friends that I've had throughout the years who posted on there, liked it, and things like that. And so I've just reached out uh, with the guy last night, Eric Wayne, uh, who I recorded with last night. He liked my status. And so I just sent him a message, a private message, and said, Hey, I saw that you liked my status. Why
0: don't you come on the show? And so that's like a good church also program, right? right? If you like something, like <laughs> I was watching a live feed or some church, mm-hmm. you know, cause on Facebook, you just scrolling and all of a sudden you're like in church, you know, you're just yep. like all of a sudden stuck in a live feed. And, uh, and then there was a comment, welcome Dusty, how can we pray for you? And I'm like, what? The, get off here. You know, <laughs> no, yeah. you're not supposed to see me in church. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's why, that's why I'm watching online.
1: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, and, and he didn't even hesitate at all. He was like, yeah, sure. Name the time and place. And you know, it'd be my honor. So Um, I'm hoping that a lot of my radio friends like that are are that way. Um, It means that they'll have to come to Sand Springs to record, but
0: I'm hoping to get several. Or not, Sand Springs isn't too far away. Right. I got a good name for your show. Okay. Rick Daddy in the Morning Show.
1: Rick Rick Daddy in the Morning, wow. Okay, so that's kind of a meshing between my real name, my on-air name, and then... The time of day.
0: Yeah, so it kind of works mm. in mashup. Nobody else would really know that, but it would be a mashup. Well, the good thing about
1: it is is that it being in the morning, if I did record it all the time in the morning, probably wouldn't get very many guests to be able to come out and do it, but my voice would be fantastic because <laughs> that is one thing I love about the morning since my voice is deeper and it's got more
0: timber to it, so Sex. maybe that'd be in. And sexy That's with That's right. Sexy time with Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Rick dead or good rick. the good old days with rick daddy hampton
1: <laughs> the good old days with rick daddy hampton well okay uh,
0: <laughs> Huh. all right I'll, I'll think i'm about getting that. a negative on the, I'll, both I'll, of those i'll think so. about that i'll not <laughs> yeah, think about that, i'll pray so. about that which usually means no <laughs> in the church world <laughs> <laughs> yes it usually does yes so, so a few weeks ago i went and saw the new star wars movie mm-hmm and, uh, it was good. You know, I, I wasn't, I never grew up as like a diehard star Wars guy, you know, like, um, I watched them, they're, right. They're cool. My son loves them. So that's gotten me back into really watching star Wars. And, you know, like, uh, the ex-wife took him to the opening of star Wars. So we had to take him to the star Wars showing with, the recliner chairs. started to say, man, I saw some pictures from that outing, and he was styling. Oh yeah, yeah, in 3D at the That's IMAX, nice. and these chairs bounced with and moved around a little bit with the scene. So like, when there was a scene and somebody got punched, your chair would just like vibrate and like shake you like wow. you just got punched. It was pretty cool, like pretty expensive too. And uh, but we won uh, up. You know, that's, that's, but worth it, right? But worth it, yeah. <laughs> we win, okay? Sure. <laughs> that contest. My question, Rick, is uh, how long do you think until churches have recliners like that in their auditorium? Mm. I don't know. Um, the more important part is,
1: is I guess, from a technology, technology standpoint, I guess you would have to think about, too, is then pastors would have to be concerned with uh, the effects track that went with their sermon because mm-hmm. you would have to, you know, I mean, yeah, you could share in the bass, and I'm all about the subs and bass. You know, I feel like that, um, you know, our motto at, at, at church the matters sometimes is haze the Lord. So, yes. you know, haze is very important. Uh, you know, even if the machine. Holy
0: spirit isn't present in your worship service, right. we try to make it, present right we, we make it you know, a little cooler by the end of the service we have the haze we had the light
1: well and i think to right and i think too that uh you know i mean i believe that uh god talks through subs and uh <laughs> the bass. so um you know i feel like that you know you know if the if the sub wolfers and stuff don't work uh you know maybe god didn't show up that day
0: and those chairs that move right kind of gives you that like when it's time to raise your hand, there's like a jolt. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, people's be, hand you know, would just go up. Right, you know, so it'd, it'd just, be. Mm, I see that hand. <laughs> I, see that hand. <laughs> I see that hand. I see that hand. Okay, well, exactly. I, that that might work. I mean, we get, you know. more more people coming to Jesus <laughs> every every service. Wow. It'd so that's not bad an idea, actually.
1: I may, I may submit that to the facilities uh, department to find out because that, that wouldn't be a bad idea. That. Vibrating recliners. And, of course, there would be those that would go to sleep. You know, fight it now. That would really make it easy for them to go to sleep. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, I went to a comedy show in Dallas. And so that Sunday morning, we went to a cowboy church. Uh-huh. And there's the, the guy, the cowboy, Cowboy Dave. I don't mm-hmm. know what his name was, but he was giving a sermon and he was using his friend as an illustration. He looked over and his friend was asleep. And those were pews, so... <laughs> <laughs> so I don't so, know. The recliners- so let's, let's back up a little bit here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you went to this comedy show, which yes. I know, and you, you love the comedian. With Nate,
0: was- Nate Bargatze, he's, yes. he's a very funny dude. And
1: so you decided that when you um you...
0: <laughs> So you would go to a cowboy church? Well, okay. what, what What was that conversation like? Um, well, it was more of Shay's grandparents live in Dallas now. Okay. And they happen to be going to this cowboy church. Ah, uh, okay. And we can't go to Dallas and not see them. Right. And it's Sunday. So. Okay. Hey, well, you should come see- to church. The band is just a rocking and. And, uh, there are good folks, you know, like right. that kind of, so yeah, well, so I'll get my boots. Let's go. Grandpa. I started to say, so a lot of churches
1: have, um,
0: like walk-in
1: music, mm-hmm. you know, walk-in song, walk-in music or whatever. Yeah. So did they play
0: the theme to the TV show Dallas for <laughs> no. this? Yeah. No, there really wasn't a pre-service music. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was very informal, you I know, see. take, take normal church back about. 10-15 years. Okay. And that's kind of the So when it started up, then it was Alright, get along yeah. you little doggies. Let's get this the, show on the road. The, the pastor was the electric guitar player, pretty good, by the way. Nice. And uh nice. um, I would say there was a little bit of country tonk. I mean the one of the singers was uh was a bass player mm-hmm. with his khakis pulled up pretty high, you know, mm. that just kind of shows your age a right. little bit. Yeah. And then but hair down to his khakis. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. and uh, and a cell phone clip outside nice. his belt. You know. Yes, um, you know. so it was just. The, let me guess great. the size of a gun holster. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. of course. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> and well, and it was kind of weird because you know churches now are, are more seeker friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. We want them to feel like they're going out with the family wherever they normally go and so but this was like all right guys before we get started we're gonna start like we start every week let's uh women go over here men go over here let's circle up for a prayer time oh and i was like oh okay okay wow all right (laughs) well you know what that's good i guess it's always good to start with prayer and and the in the there was an unspoken you know those Mm -hmm. prayers that's just always funny like my favorite,
1: though, whenever those happen are, are not the unspoken. My favorite are the ones that are that get spoken. <laughs> um, but it's just really more of a way for whoever it is, like sister so-and-so to air out all the dirty laundry. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes through the entire thing. Uh, Pastor, I've got a prayer request. Um, just uh, want you to be with uh, Darren. Uh, he's uh, having problems with gambling. Um, he's seeing three women on the side, and he's uh, drinking a lot more. And he has now turned to heroin so we just need to pray for him um you know when there was really no need for any
0: of that but well it's this is a good opportunity to gossip sure. yeah. is what prayer time <laughs> it gets is. it all out
1: there yeah, so. yeah. Oh but my it, goodness. it was
0: it was a I mean it was great you know the mm-hmm. people I mean, the people are good and that's why yeah that's why people they're they're real they're not yeah. they're not putting on the front and they're it was just a good experience.
1: I do know a lot of people. Uh, there's actually a cowboy church over in Yale, uh, Pastor uh, Michael Clark, and um, uh, he's a good guy and uh, it's a good church. So read
0: and Rope, cool. I think, is one of their events where they, they read the Bible together and then they go roping. Roping. Nice. <laughs> is that what they call it? I don't know. Yeah. No. Yep. Uh, yeah. All right. There's like something every day of the week, some sort of mm-hmm um outdoor thing and there was a uh was bible a, and barrel racing uh you know yeah there yeah. are plenty of things you know there was a there was a uh a cat uh, just an outdoor cat that i guess hangs out around mm-hmm. the church area and it was like it snuck inside the church i guess a cowboy church cat yeah and mm-hmm. so he was like running around in the back of the stage while the pastor was <laughs> preaching and then they had somebody go and like try to catch the cat oh well that's <laughs> even better <laughs> Very informal, you know. Yeah. Like where the, those are a lot of red flags nowadays in, in churches that you're normally a part of, uh, where you know something goes off schedule or right, you know, takes, then it's a catastrophe. But yeah, it's like know, oh my god, this is a just cat. a instead of a catastrophe, this is just a cat. <laughs> <This is> just, <laughs> so, which is you know by some <laughs> ch- pastors' opinions from yeah. the devil anyway. Never. So it was <laughs> right. <laughs> more of uh, more of that. So, but the topic I really want to kind of get into today with you, Rick, is uh, there was a kid at my work. Sparks up some. If you listen to some of the conversations we have at work, I don't know where they come from. Like I'm just I'm sitting at my desk and I hear some conversations and I'm like, what the heck is that? One of the conversations was uh, talking about you know millennials. Let's just let's just hammer on millennials. Right. My, okay. my age is kind of right above that line. Some people put me like as like the very first millennial. I don't know, but, um, I don't think I would fit with these people. Right. But, um, there's, there's the, uh, the conversation that they were having was, you know, my rights, you know, women's rights, my rights, uh, my right to my right to speed, my right to say what I want, or my right to tell, you know, to not get involved, my mm-hmm. right to get involved. And he was using an example of, you know, let's say I saw somebody get murdered and the cops asked me, you know, did you see something? I have the right to not get involved with this. Mm. Like, well, you, you do, but Right. not, you might also be an accessory to murder by withholding information from the police. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, you
1: know, I mean, I, I'm I am no law enforcement expert by any means, but if nothing else, to me that falls under kind of a moral obligation though of of that. Of, of you know, you're right, you don't have to get involved, you know, if you don't want to, but why wouldn't you? If you knew you saw somebody get murdered and you knew who did it, why would you not
0: get involved exactly well and and the problem is just because you have a right doesn't make mean that you're right you right. know and yep. just you have a right to feel uh, to go to whatever church you want to you have a right to to work wherever you want to work but doesn't make those jobs or feelings valid i guess mm-hmm. in your life and so I don't know. It was just—it's just really interesting uh, in today's world how everybody's concerned about what their right is. You know, like Christians, obviously, pro-life is kind of you know the women's rights thing, like with the abortion Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's—it's just hard. You know, that's the same thing that you just said follows into that. Well, morally, right? (laughs) Just because it's your right doesn't mean that you should just do it. You know. Well, and
1: I—I mean, you know, millennials. I do have that attitude on some things, but um, I've known Generation Xers even that, you know, have that same feeling, have that same philosophy of, you know, oh, I just don't want to get involved. And, And I think that, you know, by doing that sometimes, you know, like for instance, my deal, I'm the guy that will say something if I'm out at a restaurant with my family and there is a group of guys, girls, anything cursing, next to me I'm okay with the you know a few words which honestly I shouldn't be because I don't curse and I don't talk like that in front of my family and my daughter has doesn't hear that language very often and so and I'm not going to say she doesn't hear it because I've been to school and I've been around kids Mm. that she goes to school with yeah I'm telling you what I would wash the mouth out with soap if they talk like that around me because but I I do that. And so I speak up. But the reason I speak up is because morally for me that's not in alignment with that. So I I guess really it's kind of a character and a moral issue of do you legally have the right to not say anything and not get involved? Yeah, I think you do, but morally I don't think you do. And so is that a is that a case of missing morals? Or is it a case of like in millennials situations where it tends to be and we, we pigeonhole them into sometimes of them being lazy or not caring, but still want all the benefits, you know, that go with hard work and and stuff like that. I saw so. a
0: meme of, uh, you know, those, the Tide Pod Challenge is yeah. a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. Those are the same people that want free healthcare, Right. <laughs> Just like, right. do you know, like... Uh, no, I'm not paying for your stupid. Right. And,
1: and and that's exactly it. And but that's that is true. That is exactly what they want is is to be that in that situation. So um
0: you know, uh what did you get involved in the conversation? Did you talk to them about You know, about it? I I didn't. I just said like more just what I just reiterated was, yeah, there might be but there might be consequences. You like mm-hmm. you have a right to make a decision. You have a right to to murder somebody in some aspects, but there's still consequences for you having that right. I guess it's right, kind of what I said, and he was like, "Oh,
1: okay, makes sense." Right? Do you really think he made it sense to him, or no. he was just
0: saying it for you to? Be no, quiet? I think he's just saying it, like, "Okay, whatever," but yeah. I'm right somewhere. Right, I'm right.
1: <laughs> well, see, I don't get that. I, 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 don't. I don't. I don't understand that very well. Um, because that is the truth. I don't get the whole concept of of the rights i guess yes we do have some rights in this country um you know a a lot of rights i guess but uh, i don't understand why um they they're just well you owe me this I, i should be able to do this why you know why can't i do this and then if you tell them that and if you tell them no Um, then it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, There's a video going around right now, the millennial job interview and have not seen that one. And it's, and it's a a girl who goes for a job interview and he's going over, you know, the things that, um, he's probably the guy that's trying to hire her is probably, you know, in his late fifties, early sixties, uh, for a, a nice job. And, so she's telling him all the things she won't do as far as, you know, the job goes. Um, and it's easy stuff like, well, I mean, you're going to need to type this and, and make sure that this report's ready and type what I'm not going to type, you know, and different things talks about that. Can't, can't figure out certain uh, things, you know, certain subjects, but she can tell you what her favorite coffee drink order is. You know, with the, with precise detail. Right. And then he mentions, you know, I'm well, I'm gonna need you to be here at eight o'clock every morning. Uh whoa. Eight o'clock. <laughs> um, I don't really get out of bed till about ten thirty, and then I go by Starbucks and get my drink. Ermagur. Right. And so it, it it's it's funny because once he gets to the point where he says, mm, you know what? After hearing all of this, I'm pretty sure that this isn't going to work out. Then she goes sideways and starts accusing him of hurting her feelings and and how I can't believe, are you firing me? And he's like, we haven't even agreed on you working here. You don't work here. Oh my gosh, you are firing me. Are you kidding me? This is an interview, lady. Right. So, I mean... There is some privilege there that I don't understand where it came from. And the only thing I can think of is that a lot of it was parents gave it to them. Um, You know, I mean, being in the music business and hearing kids sing, there are a lot of kids. I'm sorry if it hurts your feelings, but there is a lot of kids that do not have any business behind a microphone singing into a microphone because they can't sing. Oh, but man, mommy Rick. has told them <laughs> that they can sing. And so therefore, they are a superstar and their feelings are instantly hurt if you say anything about, well... You know, like uh, Randy Jackson used to say, oh, you're a little pitchy, dog. You <laughs> yeah. know, whatever. I mean, they get mad. And, you know, well, my mama said that I can sing really good. Well, your mama lied to you. <laughs> so, um, you know, she should have told you the truth. So, my just my opinion. But I think that if we had a lot more parents that actually said, no, don't do that, I think there would be, Fewer millennials that didn't care because I think most of a lot of it's been they've been raised that way, so it's the parents' fault. Yeah, the parents. When you can, it's always a parents' fault, right? Yeah, I mean, right. something like that. You know, even when a kid gets in trouble, they get mad at the parent because you know. I mean, like I'll be honest, my daughter does that all the time. You know, <laughs> she gets caught doing something and she's not supposed to do, and she's instantly mad at me. <laughs> you know. <sighs> well whatever like, you, you didn't tell me right? Uh, excuse me but you have no business being mad at me I didn't do that so oh man but don't get me started on that because that's a whole different show
0: <laughs> yeah parenting with Rick Daddy oh my gosh <laughs> no that would be a bad thing <laughs> you do not want my
1: opinion on that
0: um, this is random but have you ever uh, seen Curb Enthusiasm yes do you like that show? I do. Yeah. I listened to a podcast called Origins, I believe is what it was called, mm-hmm. on our way back from Dallas. We just uh, went through a whole season of this podcast about behind-the-scenes story of that show and stuff. Oh, wow. It was very interesting, so I started watching it. I just wondered, because it's got a lot of naughty language. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like a show that you would like, because it's just random, funniest.
1: Because I'm random and
0: funny? Hmm.
1: Mm, yeah kind of let me guess there's a there's a conversation needs to be had yes uh, Rick, off, you off. may think you're funny but you're really not <laughs> you have no business being
0: mommy told a you that you were funny right, but your right. jokes are not funny <laughs> well it just right. that show is funny because he he is a comedian mm-hmm. professional comedians made millions or dollars you know from the show seinfeld and and so uh, but he's so many times like every episode he is offending somebody because of them not thinking he's funny right. or not getting the joke, you know,
1: yeah, the humor <laughs> that he's using. Yeah.
0: Like there was an affirmative action uh, joke where this this um, black dude was a was a doctor or something like that. And he was like, oh, even with the affirmative action stuff. And <laughs> and so then I came into this racist rant. And he's like, oh, I'm just trying to I'm just joking around like that's how I mm. cope and stuff. And then. Um, it just didn't go well, you know. Wow. But, but and people out there just like the whole time they're like, "Why do you say these things?" And he goes, "I don't know. It just, you know, like comes off the top of my head." You know. So is this really a random subject, Dusty, or are you trying know. to say something? Uh, do no, I don't no, am, no, no. am
1: I? Am I? Is my radar not oh, up yet? Oh, shut enough? your dirty <laughs> mouth, Rick Daddy.
0: I'll edit this to where you said it and <laughs> turn the tide. Anyway. Third the tide?
1: Okay. Well, as long as it's not a tide pod, I guess we're okay.
0: Well, that's probably good enough for now. I gotta get to work. <laughs> it's probably good enough we, for now. We got to uh, get off of here, and maybe I'll have you on again. We'll see how it goes. But before we go, do you want to do the tide pod challenge real quick? Uh, sure. No, no, we're not. We're not. We're not gonna endorse. Oh my gosh, that's probably. It. Remember that a whole inappropriate thing that was a that joke. You say did not that laugh. didn't
1: go well. Yeah, that probably is it. Yeah. All
0: right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We love the fact that you know the four of you guys are listening with us. If you have any questions there's or anything, there's four now. There's four now. Sweet. Yeah, yeah my Good. my dad, um, <laughs> my my grandpa has, has sometimes. Uh, yeah. And your I, wife until she, as you say, <laughs> she's old, and then and then me. Like yeah. I, I'm actually
1: one of those. Four. Right. Because I I probably won't listen. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.